Tuesday, August 10th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, the uh, Indians' bats woke up last night in a big way. Uh, Rainout makeup game with uh, the, the Reds uh, on a Monday, not the original schedule, but uh, worked out for them. The, the rain sort of held off this time, uh, threatening skies pretty much throughout the whole game. Uh, but the Indians were the ones sort of raining home runs down on Luis Castillo and the Reds. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, the, it just goes to show you, Joe, you, you can't really predict baseball. I mean, the Reds had all the momentum coming in. They were, what, they had won 10 of their last 12. They were one of the hottest teams in baseball. And the Indians, you know, kind of were just struggling. And they really took off against one of their better pitchers. And in the last uh, four games, Joe, the Indians have 11 hits, 11 hits, 10 hits and 15 hits. So maybe this offense is finally, you know, starting to get going. Yeah. It's it, uh, once again, of course, led by Jose Ramirez, led by the guys at the top of the order, uh, Ahmed Rosario, but you, you got contributions up and down the lineup. Uh, a surprise. Uh, once again, Wilson Ramos with a home run. Uh, we'll talk about him here in a minute as well, but uh, really the, uh, the highlight of the night, I guess, is the, uh, the 471 foot home run hit by Bradley Zimmer. I mean, that's pretty good. Pretty good night's work, huh? <laughs> that, that thing looked like it was like jet propelled. I mean, I you know, you, it, it didn't get over the first row of trees in behind the center field uh, wall. It got over the second row of trees mm-hmm. behind us and landed probably landed in what in Heritage Park in the, the, in the Monument Park. Yeah, in the Indians yeah. Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, I, I saw Jim Tomey hit his, what, that 511-foot home run that, you know, out of, out of, that went landed out of the park or bounced out of the park against Kansas City. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, the ball uh, Zimmer hit, you know, hit, was more uh, kind of majestic, if you can say that. Well, I, you know, I, I was going to say, it, almost like Zimmer's ball sort of looked like it was taking off and still going when it cleared those trees. I mean, Tommy's was just a majestic shot. That was just really high up in the air and, and yeah. sort of hung up there. Zimmer's was was almost like on a rope. When he gets his long arms extended, the bat speed that he can generate, I, I mean, it's no surprise that he can hit a ball a mile. Uh, we asked him after the game, had he ever hit a ball that far, that hard uh, in, in, in a game? And he said, no, he's, he's never done anything like that. Uh, but then he was reminded that Tommy hit one 511 feet and his response was, Oh, it's, it, so it looks like I still got some work to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, you know, that's the, what two home runs in two days. Mm-hmm. I think he's hit like four home runs since in the second half uh, because, he's, you know, he hit the, his first two home runs of the season came against the A's coming right out of the all-star break. So maybe he's on a little bit of a run here and, uh, you know, that's why he's, you know, Joe, that's a you made a great point with him getting his arms extended because that's why everybody jams him. You know, mm-hmm. he's six, five, he's got long arms and everybody kind of throws inside to him and you can negate his power like that. But if you make a mistake to him, like, uh, you know, uh, Justin he, uh, Wilson. Yeah, did. I mean, he's going to hit it a long way. And it was awful left-handed pitcher in Justin Wilson. That's sort of the impressive thing too, is that, sort of hung in there and waited for that mistake. Yeah, Bradley Zimmer since July 8th is hitting 300. He's leading the Indians in batting average uh, since July 8th. So, I mean, I, 
this is the time when he needs to sort of assert himself if he wants uh, to have a future with this ball club to be a part of that outfield mix. And uh, he's, he's certainly not uh, not holding back, I guess. That was a, a big home run. And you don't really see a lot of emotion out of him on the field, but he sort of flexed as he came around uh, second base. Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't go with the full Fran Mill uh, bazooka celebration on his shoulder or anything like that, but uh, he, he looks scary, man. It, that's not a dude you want to meet in the, in a dark alley. Yeah, he was, that was uh, the machine, right? That was, yeah, that's that it. was his old nickname. He looked like the machine there. So, uh, I, you know, I mean, it, it's interesting because, you know, he, he like, uh, you know, DeMarlo Hale was saying the other day, you know, he can do a lot of things. He can run, you know, he can, he can, you know, beat out infield hits. He's got a great arm and, you know, his defense has come back to, you know, kind of a, you know, what it used to be a couple, three or four years ago before that shoulder injury. Um, so he's an, he's an interesting guy. And if he's, you know, if he doesn't make a case for himself with the Indians, he's certainly making a case for himself with 29 other big league clubs. Right. Uh, you know, not, don't want to skip over what Jose Ramirez did uh, in, in, in the game as well. Uh, he hit a, a two-run home run. He, he had an RBI triple. And, and really, it, it, we just sort of – we're almost getting to the point where we used to be with Francisco Lindor where we sort of take for granted just how good Jose Ramirez is on a nightly basis and how when, when he's going well, the Indians' offense is, is going well and usually winning. Yeah, just, uh, you know, he hits a triple in the third inning. Uh, the, the home run in the uh, fourth, uh, you know, he, you know, he just uh, he plays solid defense. He made an error last night, but, you know, that's the first error in a long time. And, uh, you know, and I think he's doing this, Joe. I, I don't know if that – I guess this means his elbow is starting to feel a little better. If he's, Maybe, if he's but that, that's the sort of thing where he needs a, an extended break and, and to be off. He's probably still still dealing with it throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, I would think so, definitely. And uh, – so that's encouraging. What's he got? Twenty six home runs now, I think. Twenty five, I, uh, I, I believe. Team leading yeah, twenty five home uh, runs. So he's got a shot at thirty, probably good shot at thirty, and uh, uh, you know, sixty eight, sixty nine RBIs. Uh, you know, so yeah, he's he's having a solid year. You know, just uh, another Jose Ramirez year. Well, he'd have a, a much better shot at. Um, uh, 30 home runs if they played uh, Cincinnati a couple more times. I think in his career against Luis Castillo, he's hitting 333, a couple of triples, two home runs, and five RBIs in, in uh, 12 at-bats. So uh, he, he definitely likes hitting against the Reds, uh, that's for sure. Uh, and and don't, don't overlook what Ahmed Rosario did at the play yesterday. Uh, four hits, including a triple of his own. Uh, he's, that's his fourth four hit game of the season. He's tied for the major league lead with four in, in four hit games. Uh, so his hits have, have come in bunches and he really hasn't stopped since that, you know, move uh, way back in, in, uh, in May to, to sort of uh, take over the, the full-time uh, shortstop position. Yeah. And, and you know, he, uh, the thing with uh, Ahmed was he's got so much speed. He can beat out infield hits. You know, his first two hits were both the infield hits one to third, one to second. Then he's he hits the triple. Then he hits the double. So he's got enough pop too. So you know he's really an interesting guy. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, and I think you know what they gave him a day off uh, Sunday. Um, 
So, um, you know, he was, he was kind of fresh today, um, yesterday, and you could really tell the difference. I think, you know, sometimes if you're playing every day like he does, I think you, you just get worn down a little bit, especially playing shortstop. So, you know, now you've got uh, uh, Andres Jimenez to uh, give him a break now and then. So that should just help him, I think. It's a, like you, you, we've mentioned it how many times before the, the players from the Dominican uh, just really like to play every day. That's sort of a, a, a thing that's sort of ingrained in them. And uh, you almost have to argue and convince them to take a day off. And, and it's, it usually works out for the best. It certainly always works out for the best when, when it happens to Jose Ramirez. So uh, Wilson Ramos, uh, second game with the Indians, second home run. Uh, is this a guy who has a future with the Indians looking, looking at, you know, with the situation with Roberto Perez is on the DL again or on the, the injured list again, uh, you know, beyond this season, Perez has a, has a team option, but he, he might not be back. You, you never know if they're going to, to pay him there. Uh, you could, you could get by with Wilson Ramos for a season or two until Bo Naylor and Brian Levestida are, are ready in the minors. Yeah, you know, we're going to have to see. I, you know, I, he, I don't know about his arm. I don't think his arm is the greatest. I saw, you know, the first game he started uh, over the weekend, uh, somebody stole a base and, you know, kind of the throw was not great. But he certainly has, he certainly does something we haven't seen an Indians catcher do in a long time is that's hit the ball out of the park. Uh, and he's a big dude. Joe. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's 240 pounds. What do they call him? The Buffalo? Is that his nickname? I think that's his, <laughs> I mean, he, guys so uh i mean he, he's made a great impression you know i mean probably because he's not moving when he's out in the field <laughs> <is> the <laughs> yeah, but, you know three for four you know in, in his debut on i think saturday night and uh hit another home run last night uh so yeah i think he could you know he could fit in there they certainly have been through you know gone through a number of catchers this year and uh you know i think uh uh, you know, Austin Hedges has kind of established himself. I don't think he's going anywhere. He certainly can handle pitchers, throws pretty well. Uh, and Roberto, it's it's going to be a question, definitely. And I think his option is what seven million, something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, that's that's good. You know, that's a fair amount of money for for the Indians. So uh, well, we'll especially for especially for a guy who's already missed two months of the season with uh, with injuries. So. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't play last year. He missed half of the season last year. So, you know, it's, it's a tough position, you know, and it's not like, you know, he gets hurt, you know, you get hurt playing the game when you're a catcher and that's exactly what Roberto has done. It's he's unfortunate. He's, he hasn't been lucky in that regard. He's, and he's get, you know, suffered, you know, big injuries, not, not small ones. There's never been a better time to register for Indian subtext and get all your Cleveland Indians news with updates from Cleveland.com reporters Paul Hoynes and Joe Noga. Get on board now by going to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians. Our subscriber-based service gives you the latest news, analysis, and more from the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing from the team and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on cleveland.com and you can text us directly with your questions and opinions on everything from the team's name to that day's lineup and it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the cleveland baseball talk podcast why sign up hear from one of our subscribers i'm uh jeff Feinerson. i grew up there in milan ohio but i now live out in idaho i've been here for 40 years and 
Uh, my son was born and raised here, and I got him as a birthday present of uh, your subtext. And I wanted to thank Paul for sending him a birthday greeting and to tell you that he is really enjoying the subtext. He even he's not from Ohio, but because he grew up with me, he's hardcore Indian fan. So thanks again. Jeff and all of our Indian subtext subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the Indians, and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, or better yet, text Hoinsey at 216-208-4346. Again, that's 216-208-4346. We look forward to hearing from you on Indian subtext. Uh, speaking of the injured list, uh, Bobby Bradley uh, sent to the 10-day injured list with a sore left knee. Uh, he suffered that Friday coming around the bases uh, on a slide at home plate where he was tagged out against Detroit. So, uh, Bradley, I'm sure that it'll be a, a retroactive thing and that he'll only need maybe three, four more days in addition uh, to what he's already been out uh, before he's feeling better. Uh, DeMarlo Hale made it sound like that was really just the case and that they'd be fine getting by with uh, Owen Miller, uh, maybe Ernie Clement over there at first base. Uh, Harold Ramirez, I guess, uh, plays a little first base. Uh, we, did, we did not know this about Harold Ramirez. Yeah, Harold uh, said uh, he played uh, first base in uh, Columbia over the winter, in winter ball in Columbia, and he just volunteered. He played four or five or six games over there. And uh, when, they, you know, when Bradley left uh, – over the weekend in that game, uh, you know, he kind of raised his hand and said, I can do it. And, and tomorrow put him over there. And without incident, he finished the game. What the last three, four, five innings. So he that's, did okay. That's good. Hey, last night uh, on that ball that it was a, it could have been a double play ball. Uh, it was smash uh, hit. I forget who hit it. It was might've been Zimmer. It was Zimmer. It was, it was his uh, ground out. That was RBI ground out. Uh, Harold Ramirez on first, they had a runner at third, I believe it was Jose Ramirez, and Zimmer smashes a ball to Votto. Uh, Votto stepped on the bag to get the force, and then instead of running into the tag at second base, Harold Ramirez puts on the brakes, turns around, and comes back to first base, gets in safely, and the, the inning continues. Uh, I just thought that was it, was, it was a good piece of heads-up base running by, by Ramirez there. So with Bradley heading to the injured list, the Indians added left-handed reliever Francisco Perez. He gets the call up from Columbus, where he's been nothing short of excellent all season long. Uh, I think he's got a sub-2 ERA. He's got 71 strikeouts on the season. Uh, walks are a little high, 21 in 45 innings. But uh, his stuff just has been really good. He's He pitches as a lefty. He gets more right-handed batters out than left-handed batters. And his changeup is the reason why, I guess, he's got just a, a killer changeup from the left side. We didn't get a chance to see him, even though they were up by seven runs yesterday. Uh, DeMarlo played that one, you know, pretty tight and didn't bring in the rookie to have his, to make his major league debut. But uh, hopefully here we, we get a chance to see Francisco Perez uh, show us what he's got. Yeah, well, he's been in the system, what, seven years, something mm -hmm. like that. I, you know, so I, you know, I, I really didn't have my eye on this guy. And obviously, you know, he, I think he started in double a and worked his way up to triple uh, a. Now he's coming, now he's in the big leagues. So it's going to be fun to see guys like that. They, you know, those guys, you know, they, they start in the Dominican summer league and, you know, they play a couple years there and, you know, they really, they've got to go level by level. So 
did, uh, you know, he's, if he's, if he's here, you know, he's earned it. Yeah. 2014 international uh, draft class. And like you said, he, he, in the pandemic season, he wasn't, didn't have a season at all. So he just went to the Dominican Republic facility uh, down there for the Indians and, and worked out there. I uh, said he played winter ball in the DR and that really helped him. He transitioned from being a starter to being a reliever. And, and that sort of made his, his stuff sort of play up a little more as well. Uh, mid to upper nineties fastball. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, he's, he's six, two, he's, uh, you know, sounds like something that the Indians don't have. And that's a sort of a, a middle relief lefty that can go out there and pitch to both, you know, lefties and righties. So uh, they haven't had uh, Oliver Perez on the roster for uh, a, a lot of the season. Maybe this is a, a newborn Oliver Perez. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. I hope he gets in there, you know, this, this week and we get a chance to see him. All right. Uh, speaking of this week, the Oakland A's come to town. The A's now a half game ahead of Boston in the wildcard standings uh, for that first place wildcard uh, spot. Uh, the Indians, what, eight games out of the wildcard, 10 games out of the division. Uh, probably going to write off the division here pretty soon. And the wildcard uh, getting close to, hey, you've got to start making up some ground here. Uh, they're tied with the Angels. Uh, the Angels will be in town in two weeks. Uh, but uh, it, it, this is where the Indians either have to make a move or start making some moves. Yeah, this is, you know, you, it, it, it keeps your interest, um, the wild card race, you know, just, and this is the time of year where, you know, people start looking at it, uh, but, you know, the, they've got a heart, you know, they're tied with the Angels, Seattle, the Blue Jays and the Yankees are in front of them. You know, then you've got to catch, and that's, you know, you got to leapfrog over those four, those four teams. And then, you know, you're going head to head with the Red Sox. But the, the thing is, you're playing the Red Sox. They've got a series, you know, they've, they've got, you know, games against the Red Sox. They've got, you know, uh, games against the Angels and the Yankees. So if, if you're going to make a move, you know, this is the time of the year to do it. Uh, you know, and, and at least, uh, you know, I, I don't know if they've got the horses to do that, Joe, to, to uh, make a run, but it, it's, you know, this is a crazy part of this, the schedule and uh, anything can really happen. You know, it, the standings change day by day in the wild card race. And uh, it's, it's fun to watch. All right. Uh, no idea yet who is going to take JC Mejia's spot in the rotation. Uh, that's still left uh, up in the air. We, we should get some answers as we get closer to the weekend in Detroit. Uh, but you know, there maybe Brad Peacock's a candidate to come up from from down in Columbus. Yeah, Peacock had you know finally pitched well in his last time out, four innings. You know, but before that, he'd been getting hammered. So I, I don't know if he's the guy, Joe. Maybe uh, Logan Allen. You know, he pitched well his last time out. Maybe he gets a chance. Maybe they go with another bullpen game. You know, it's uh, you know just uh, you know and. Uh, it, so, but I don't know if you go, maybe you send Hentkes out there again and, and get him stretched out a little bit or, or, you know, uh, uh, who was a kid, Justin Garza, maybe. So yeah, maybe I, I was thinking Garza might, might get a shot as well. Cause he's got a little bit of starting background as, as well. So we'll, uh, we'll find out as we, we move forward with this Oakland series. Uh, Hoynes, will be at the park tonight and we will talk to you again tomorrow here on the Cleveland baseball talk podcast. 